Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're doing things that the United States does better than Germany, part three, I think. Part three. And if I remember correctly, part two came like 50 episodes after part one. It's been a while. And I, we didn't do the math, but I think it's 30 or 40 episodes later that we're doing part three from part two, isn't it? It, it, yeah. it takes that long to think of Amer- things America's better. I'm just kidding. Uh, there's a lot of things, actually, and, and that's why there's three episodes of this. And we're going to talk about it following this announcement of the song coming right now. Okay. This episode is, of course, brought to you by MyExpatTaxes.com. American citizens living abroad must file a tax return with the U.S. government each year, even if you don't owe the IRS any money. Oh, man, I'm screwed. No, nothing to worry about. Even if you haven't been filing your U.S. taxes while living abroad, there is a solution. The IRS has what's called the Streamlined Filing Compliance Procedure. That's a mouthful. This allows Americans living abroad who did not know that they needed to file taxes to come up to date with the IRS with zero penalties. The best part, myexpattaxes.com can help you to take care of all of this at the third of the cost of a tax consultant with zero headaches. Their program will help you quickly make up for years of missed tax filings. And you can use our discount code AGDW to receive 10% off. To learn more, go to myexpattaxes.com. Lovely. It's always kind of fun to have a little discount code, you know? It is. It feels like I'm like an official I don't know, person to have like your own, your, own, your own discount code, you know? Yeah. Last episode, Alex actually said like, what? No discount code? What's yeah, going on? right. I think discount code. What's going on? Uh, but anyways, yes. Thank you to myexpectassets.com for helping us out this month of May. And thank all of you for returning or joining for the first time. This is episode 104, I believe. It is 104, yeah. Only one of, doesn't it feel like the 100th episode was like months ago? It feels like a really long but time ago. only four episodes away. I mean, away. it was a month ago, I guess, technically, oh, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it does feel kind of weird. But um, the, po- the podcast time goes slower than normal time. Yeah, it, it does. It's, just one, it's like one per week. So it's like dog, I don't know. It's just uh, it's like dog years. Dog years, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyways, let's go ahead and get into the nitty gritty. Yes. Uh, I have to, uh, call you out on last episode. We talked about the cherry blossoms and you said it was a gift. Th- thanks for like, Oh, you're welcome. Setting me aside. Just starting I, I, yeah. right hard. I thought we were a team, but okay. No, sure. no, no, you, you fucked up. Um, uh, correction about the cherry blossoms. You said it was gifted to the, uh, to Germany, to Berlin uh, by the Japanese after World War II. Technically, I was not incorrect. I mean, true. Um, but but it, it, it did not happen directly after World War II because that would be weird considering like, I don't know, it'd be weird. But uh, it was actually given right at the, um, when the fall of the wall, the Mauerfall, and then Japan gives them all these cherry blossoms. Yes. A, lot, a lot of them going along where the wall used to be. Right. Um, to kind yeah. of to show the the reunification of the city. Yes, I, I, I bungled that. I apologize. I'm sure a couple of you... Uh, caught that but you know what jeff it's okay it's okay we all as, make long, mistakes. Yeah, as long as you like own those mistakes and say them publicly on your podcast then exactly they go away and feel really right? bad about them for about a week yeah. exactly <laughs> um next thank you to steven crystal too for the very kind five-star review now this is an interesting five-star review because uh we were actually on steven's own podcast uh two years ago maybe yes. um so it's cool after all this time 
uh, he has given us a five-star review, and it was quite lovely, actually. Yeah, he's, he's a friend of the show. Nice guy. Thanks, Stephen. Really appreciate it. Super cool. Yes. Uh, also, if you are living in Germany, don't forget to purchase your nine-euro public transit ticket. Um, the ticket will be valid in all cities, meaning you could buy it in Berlin and use it around the capital and then go to Frankfurt and use it to ride all the public transit station in Frankfurt as well. Uh, you just won't be able to use a ticket to travel long distance between cities on trains such as the ICE, the EC, etc. They will, however, be valid on the RB regional bonds, which is really, really cool. Excellent. So just to clarify, you could say use it in Berlin and Munich, but not to get from Berlin to Munich. If unless that you're taking only regional bonds, which would take you like six yeah, days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless, unless you want that, this, that beautiful 16-hour uh, train train trip over Yum. there. But, um, but yeah, I, I, it's, now the details are much more clear for the past two months. They were very... Uh, vague at best about what the ticket actually did i don't even think they knew when they announced it <laughs> no. but, but now they, they came up with a plan <laughs> in like, between yeah. it's a very michael scott move <laughs> like so yes this is what the ticket is yeah. yeah and uh we have a quick tip for those of you in the usa from friend of the podcast emma she let us know uh recently some helpful information regarding the primary voting that's happening across the usa uh she said that be sure that you properly properly sorry mark your party affiliation on the ballot or else you might be ineligible to vote, which unfortunately, unfortunately for her, she found out that her vote didn't count because uh, she did not check that party affiliation box. So just be sure to do that. So that way, um, you know, you're not wasting your time, like and, and getting and, off work and walking down to the, you know, I think more importantly, make sure to go out and vote. Yeah, true. Especially right now. Um, it's really important right now to, to, to vote in the States, get those uh, good leaders. If there are any good leaders. <laughs> Yes. Um, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, we had a nice, a nice weekend. I say we because we were together most of the weekend, except for on Sunday. Mm, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was nice. Went to a friend's birthday in the park, which was super nice. And then on, uh, it's funny, on Friday, uh, you know, we had some beers after work. And then we wound up dancing on the sidewalk next to a public transportation the, um, next station. Next to the tram station, yeah. Grabbed a speaker and just were dancing for like three hours outside. Yeah, we were... Um yeah, the next morning I we, I was freaking exhausted because yeah. like it was just like this unplanned thing that happened and just did not plan on staying up that late or dancing no. or drinking. Uh, Lost some calories beers. though. Got to work out. Yeah, but the problem <laughs> the problem was like we wake up exhausted and then that's the day that we have to go to our friend's birthday in the right. park all day, you know. And so it's like oh, like okay, gotta get the energy back. Gotta <laughs> get the energy back. And then Sunday is May first. Was we're, yes. we're we're traditionally supposed to go out. Again, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like three days in a row and it's um yeah, it's, it's, hard, it's hard in your body, yeah. I feel really bad. It was my first May 1st. I didn't go out, but uh, I was feeling really terrible. I think I got also a bit of a head cold from being outside twice in a row mm. uh, really late. I, 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 I headache and wasn't feeling great, but now I'm feeling okay. It's Wednesday. It was nice. It was, it was super fun in, in the park on Saturday, uh, hanging out. But yeah, it was it was really great weather. But yes, the that last hour we were there, it just got suddenly super chilly. Yeah, yeah. especially in an open park where, yeah. you know, wind is more likely to wind. Yeah, but anyways, for those of us who attended May 1st, uh, really uh, fun, because this was the first proper May, May 1st in about three years because of the pandemic, it's been canceled. Well, Technically, this May 1st was also canceled. And it wasn't but, even a proper, I want to say proper, it was, you know, but it wasn't things the, happened. But it, but, but it was the first May 1st in three years where all of Berlin, like normal, comes out to celebrate, even though there weren't the organized events. Still, like, I mean, you couldn't walk down the street without bumping into a million people in every park. Yeah. There was a million, it was just 
overrun with people um so it, it, it had that beautiful may 1st vibe and the weather right. the weather was really nice and um hung out with a few friends you know who could hack it and uh <laughs> that's, that's You're bitter. uh also i'm really excited too because um the date has been announced when tom brady comes to germany oh my when is that uh what is it november 13th i believe uh he's playing him and the buccaneers who i'm not a fan of are playing the seahawks i'm also not a fan of but it's fun to see Tom Brady live, especially in maybe his last season. Who knows? And this appearance in Germany will just happen to be his first post-retirement appearance in the NFL. Like, so if you go to this game, you are seeing a fresh, like, because he he was not in the NFL. So this is this is like brand new Tom Brady. Well, I mean, he'll be playing in September and October. Really? And the article said it was his first his first time back. No, oh. they start football in September. Well, that makes it less special. So anyways, don't get tickets. It's lame. Yeah, well, that'll be fine. I want to go see my boy Tom, uh, even if he plays for a stupid team. But tickets are not available yet. We already checked. So um, they'll notify everyone, I guess, at some point. If anyone cares. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, let's, let's get into this whiskey. You know what I do care about? <laughs> a little late. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to do it. Come on. It was, like, it, was just, it was like that bread was buttered for you. I mean, it was just <laughs> sitting there. So... <laughs> We are drinking another scotch tonight, Jeff, and this is called Jura, or Jura, I don't know, J-U-R-A. Ooh, actually, I'm not sure. For some reason, I always pronounce it Jura, but maybe that's just living in Germany, so yeah, it could be Jura. Yeah, but it's it's a Scottish whiskey, so I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Jura, okay? It's a single malt scotch, aged 10 years, and it says, a rich and rounded balance of subtle smoky notes with a sweet cherry cask finish, mm. which you feel like Every whiskey says, every scotch says that. I mean, you hear, you hear that, ch- that cherry cask finish a lot, um, but maybe we're just misremembering. I, f- I feel like I hear it a lot. <laughs> it says uh, maturation and, oh, sorry, maturation in American white oak bourbon barrels and finish an aged Oloroso sherry butts. As, as, as it is. So it's finished in Sherry's, <laughs> in sherry's butt. <laughs> okay. I guess, Anyways, I guess it's some sort of a term for uh, some some type of cask. It must, I mean, I never heard. We actually in 104 episodes, I never read that off the back of any bottle. Yeah, sherry we? butt. I don't yeah. know what sherry butt is. Yeah, B U T T as well. I don't know. Anyways, mm. let's pop it. We got we got a plastic cork here. Mm. Um, not not the biggest fan of that. That's one point already gone. It's already a nine out of ten <laughs> before you even taste it. Hmm. Actually, Ooh. back up to ten out of ten. Great pop. Yeah, that was that was not bad at all. Mm, nice pour. Ooh, good color. Nice, like kind of dark amber. I also and, like the bottle a lot. The bottle yeah. is probably the most ergonomic bottle I've ever had. Like it just feels feels like I hold this all day and just drink scotch all day. Yeah, it's very rounded and has kind of like yeah that indentation on the side for just a hand to grip it. Yeah, gripping it. Anyways, we can drink it now. Ooh, smells uh, smoke a. Ooh, smells like Sherry's butt. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> That's nice. Mm, not bad, yeah. I can get behind that. It's like a mixture of if you, if you, if a, if a smoky whiskey can be smooth, yeah. It's like it's got a mixture of smoothness and smoky. I mean, yeah, yeah, should be. Mm. Anyways, anyways, the things that the USA <laughs> does better than Germany. Part I, I, three. Alex doesn't like when I uh, talk about the whiskey too much before we get to the end of the podcast. Right, I have to type up the whiskey review later, and sometimes you're oh, just like, "Oh, here's a, here's a seven, like, dude. You're wasting this. Come on. You're, you're wasting. You're wasting good. <laughs> okay, okay. P- please say again. 
What is the episode topic today? We are we are doing uh, things that the United States does better than Germany, part three. Part three, or as I'd say in California, tres. Numero, uh, numero tres. Numero tres. They yeah. say that also in um, in many other places too. Yes, but not Rhode Island. Like a whole continent. Yeah, there's no Spanish speakers of Rhode Island. We'll take I'm kidding. There are. There's okay. lots. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, um, again, this is, uh, we're going to list, we have a whole list here of things that we thought of. We're going to, you know, go one by one. What, what the U S does better than Germany, because there's always kind of, um, this constant, like, Oh, Europe's better. Europe, but there are things that are far more enjoyable. USA is also a great USA. country. does good stuff sometimes. And the one, one of the first great things they do is their doctors in the States have really great bedside manner. And yes. in Germany, they have none. I, they I, have no bedside. There's no bed. <laughs> I would say it's not better. I would just say it in the US, US, they have a bedside manner. In, in Germany, it's very much like, hello, Mr. Frank. Yeah, you're dying. Okay, bye. And then it's like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like the doctors here, they're, they're helpful. They're fine. But they're not the most um, empathetic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they really show no empathy. And also, I was telling my girlfriend... And I'm sure you've experienced this, but in the U.S., anytime I go to the doctor, they're always like, anytime they like you say personal stuff, they write it in their notes. So even if it's like a year later when I come back, I walk in, the doctor goes, um, so Jeff, I remember you worked in the film industry. How's that going? You know, and that's not because he remembers. It's because right, right, before, right before he looked in his note, but he took the time to make this kind of like personal connection. And, you know, you, you kind of talk a little chit chat for like 10 seconds and then, and then after that 10 seconds, they'll be like, okay, so uh, what brings you today? What, what kind of concerns do you have? You know, and you'll go into it and then you'll, you know, uh, and then there's always kind of like, don't worry, there's, there's, there's the, these options and they'll calmly tell you the different options. And it's just like, yeah, you, you really feel like you're in good hands. At least most, I mean, of course there are bad doctors in the US. But yeah, of course. And, but I wonder if it's kind of like a cultural thing because, you know, every time you go to the doctor here, the offices are always really full and they see a lot of patients every day. Usually mm. I have a cough, I need a sick note from work. So yeah. they're constantly getting people in all the time, just being like, I have a cough, I have diarrhea, I have this, I need three days off of work. And then they're like, all right, here, you know, drink some tea, here's three days off of work, come back in three days if you're still sick. So I think like with the, just a the volume of people these doctors get, I guess it kind of makes sense. I would prefer mm. to have some bedside manner because, you know, it's nice to and it feel like your doctor you has yeah. a, um, some kind of personal connection to you, you know, because you're a doctor and you're telling them personal things about your body. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know why it is. Yeah, it's just be nice to feel that they. Ca like, I think they don't really care that you're kind of just like you're there. You're just kind of like a product, and yeah, you know, like 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 you're um the broken laptop brought to the electronics store. You know, like quick fix, boom, like you know, really impersonal. Get out of here, of, next laptop. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is because right in the U.S. you don't need all these sick notes for work, right? I mean, sorry, like in the U.S. do you need sick notes from? To go for your work? I, I know in some companies you don't even get sick days, so I don't know how it works in, in, in the States. Okay. No, no, I think, no, no, because you're pointing that out as why they're more busy in Germany, but if, if the system's the same in the U.S., then they would be equally as busy. Um, yeah, I don't know in the U.S., but also um, it costs more money to visit the doctor, like co-pays, things like that. So I don't think people are going to doctors often anyways. So you probably don't need a sick notice. I don't know. But, you know, going to yeah, doctor here doesn't cost anything, so of course people are going often uh, and a lot of people also just going yeah. just to get a few days off of work too, which is terrible. Yeah. And again, if you're if you're not a freelancer, if you're a freelancer, it does cost you something. So right, yeah. if you if you have public health insurance, yeah. it doesn't cost anything. I don't know what that feels like. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, better bets yeah, yeah. manner. I I hate I hate I have to totally agree. Um, makes a big difference. Yeah, hundred percent makes a big difference. But you know, I, I guess I'm gonna use. I, I don't go to the doctor very often. To be fair, I've only been to the doctor like four times. 
No, I've been to a specialist before. In eight years? Yeah, I don't, I don't, five, maybe I'm probably like 10 times, but I, I probably get sick once a year, mm. if that. But I did go to a specialist, to a, a skin doctor, and he was really nice, and he was really cool. We were joking together. And oh, nice, yeah. So I liked him a lot. Uh, my dentist seems to have some decent bedside manner. I think it's most like the, at least in my experience, it's the house hots. So the, the what are they called? Um, um, yeah, the GP, the general practitioner. The general practitioner. The family doctor. Like yeah. basically the person you go for like 90% of your stuff. Right. Unless you need a specialist. So the person you're going to see all the time, you know, if, if you're sick. Also, yeah. Another specialist I've been, I've been to also really nice. So like, I, I think this, at least in my experience, I've been to three specialists and all of them were really nice for, for Germany. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. Yeah, that's good to know. Or for Berlin. And, and again, we're not saying with everything we say, we're, there's no absolutes, right? We're talking about majorities. Not, <laughs> there's also no empirical data here yeah. either. <laughs> we're just going off of our own personal experiences. Your experiences may differ. Yeah. 100%. Like at the end of those, uh, you know, uh, medical commercials for like prescriptions, they would say like, your your results may differ. Whatever. Your results may vary. Yeah. Oh yeah. Also the doctor, when I went to the hospital for my uh, forehead injury, uh, he was a pretty fun guy. He was young, and he was also making you know, fun of me. You just went from being like, ah, I never go to the doctor. You just list like four specialists. You, you know just, what? Like <laughs> head injury. Like I think I think you've, I think you've actually been to the doctor quite a bit. Actually. I think I have as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess I have been to the doctor a few times. <laughs> Didn't really think about it that way. Mm. Um, all right, let's let's do next one. Now, um, this might hurt for for Germans because Germany claims to be the site of the world's first road trip, okay? I mean, they did invent the car, so. Mm. But even if they started the road trip, the US is better in terms of things you could see on the road trip, more specifically more specifically roadside attractions. Yeah. Germany does not have anywhere near the craziness that you can have that you could experience in the US on the side of a highway. Right, like the world's biggest ball of yarn. Yeah, the world's biggest pan or world's biggest boot. Uh, I went to the world's, it was the world's biggest uh, truck stop, which is really cool. Like they had their, the truck stop had its own uh, truck museum. And that was actually really, that's actually really cool. Really nice. Like they're showing, they're showing electric delivery trucks from the 1920s and stuff. And um, yeah, yeah. Like it just, you're driving in the U S like there's just like, it's all built around the highway. So they, they, they specifically put these kind of cool, weird attractions like so you can just see the sign from the highway. So that way you're like, Ooh, and you want to pull over. I would love to see a giant toenail i don't know <laughs> but yeah uh in germany we do a road trip um you see a lot of farms yes yeah it's a lot of farms i mean you see those like in the u.s too like drive to kansas like one big farm yeah i mean but uh, the, the the german roadside is beautiful like it's a really gorgeous wherever you drive it's really usually very very pretty and green a lot of trees whatever but uh yeah you're not, you're not getting any of like the world or the world's smallest things you're not getting world's world's anything thing yeah, yeah, there's just, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's, they'll have signs and be like, hey, historical city center over here, or hey, this, that, but like, um, kind of, but not, not, nothing really like unique and intriguing that would make you really want to go, oh, like, you know, what, oh, what's I mean, that? Unless you, you want know? like, you know, some culture of like seeing like historic places, I guess. Yes, I mean, yeah, but, but we're talking, <laughs> I want to see a ball of yarn. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking more about kind of like these weird, unique distractions from the drive that like you didn't plan on going to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you see the sign for it, you're like, I, what is, I got to check that thing out. For know? sure. Yeah. What's next? Next is uh, tech companies and like major internet services. So, you know, the States, obviously they have Facebook and Google and Amazon and YouTube and eBay and Wikipedia and Netflix and Instagram. <laughs> and uh, all these things are all US based. Spotify isn't. So that's fun. Oh, we're Spotify based. Spotify, I think, is from Sweden, Netherlands. I think. Hmm. It sounded like it sounded like it'd be a Scandinavian thing, something like that. Yeah, I think it's Scandinavian. So yeah, so what you could do is you could argue um, 
the U.S. Um, has more of big tech. You know what I mean? Like, right. like more of the services that everyone around the world uses every day originated, headquartered in the in the yeah, U- if, U.S. If you want to be a big tech bro, U.S. is where to do it, I guess. Especially in the Silicon Valley, which was near my old stomping ground. Um, actually, the, the tiny 10,000 person town that I grew up in is where uh, Netflix was founded. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Like on the one street in the city, there was like this one little kind of shack of a building, Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, um, I think SoundCloud is actually from Berlin, I believe. That's a, that's a Berlin one. And I know Berlin like actually is trying to get more tech startups happening. Well, yeah, but Berlin was was fighting with um, London back and forth for the st- like the number one startup city. Yeah, in the it's world. definitely like the startup yeah. city, but in terms yeah. of like big tech things. Uh, also, I'm I, I'm okay not having like a Google campus in Berlin. They tried doing it a few years ago, tried putting one in Kreuzberg, but people kept protesting and said we don't want Google here because rents are all ridiculous, and now it's going to make it even worse and just kind of ruin the whole city. Are you against uh, helping the economy and giving people jobs? Um, no, <laughs> but that's a crazy straw man right there. Um, yeah, so that's something I say. Also, the States has faster internet too. That's a big problem with Germany is a uh, slower internet around the country. Yeah, but n- people act like it's so slow that it's like affecting. I, I, I've, we live in a big city. It's different here. Okay. Okay. But okay. Now I'm, I'm, this, this internet speeds I've seen so far aren't like uh, amazing, but like I've never had, but all my internet speeds have always been enough for me to, to, to do my job. Like well, yeah, in Berlin, you can get up to like a, a thousand megabits a second. I know like in a lots, lots of parts of Germany and I think Germany's actually uh, working right now to fix this problem. Uh, a lot of villages, things like that, they get like 12, 15, which is really slow. Yeah, it's awful. But Berlin's all right. They got to figure it out. Yeah. Berlin's, yeah. I, I don't, I just don't understand what people complain about Berlin because, and, I, and I've lived all over the city in almost every district and um, never had a problem. I'm not, I'm not saying you haven't had, a, maybe people, they specifically have these buildings that they just, they, they never what? updated the infrastructure or whatever. Well, that's the thing too. Uh, if you are in Berlin, is a little fun fact, a little tip, look up a few different internet companies because you might say, I want DSL and your building might not be a DSL building, or you might only True. be able to get like 10 megabits a second DSL. But if you look up cable, you can probably get like really fast cable internet. Um, so I know like I had that problem. I, I my, my apartment, I could have gotten DSL, but I think the fastest speed I could have gotten was like 15. Mm. And then I found out, oh, we can get cable and I can get up to a thousand, which I don't have, but I yeah. could. Yeah, you can easily go to like all these internet providers that are websites and they'll actually have a thing where you can type in your address and it'll, it'll tell you what's available, if, if, if available at all. And also like what kind of speeds max you can get. So just some quick research and... Oh, good. Yeah, exactly. And next, and this kind of, to this day, it still annoys me. It's something that I, I just can't quite get over. And that's just the size and quantity of almost anything you buy in Germany sure. is always less than the States. Now, I'll give an example. This is a stupid example, but you know, you, you could go buy a roll of scotch tape in the U.S. It's going to be twice as thick as the one you get here, but the price seems to be about the same. So you're just always getting less. The the, the bottle of glue is always smaller. The, you know, the, the, the pack of whatever has five instead of 10 or, you know, it's like everything is just smaller um, and less quantity, but you're not really seeing the huge cost savings that you think you would, you know what I mean? Because, oh, it's smaller or oh, less quantity, but hmm, roughly the same price. What the hell? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. I agree with you there. Uh, especially with things like, like you said, like scotch tape. Why do you have to change the the size for different countries? You know, just, isn't, isn't there just like a standard scotch tape size and everyone gets that size? Yeah, plus just with these bigger, especially with things like scotch tape, glue, things that you use a lot. Doesn't take up space. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're small, and you use them a lot, and so it's like, when you have these larger sizes, it just you, you, 
I feel like in Germany, because of the smaller size, it's like you're constantly having to refill them. You know what I mean? Whereas if they're yeah. American size, it's like, cool, this roll of scotch tape is going to last me like three months instead of, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's like, it's like just, yes, I think it's mostly annoying with things like that. Like, um, what do you call it? Kind of household items. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, food, food is, food is, I think it's a different story. I don't mind the yeah, food no, is no, smaller because no, no, that's yeah. totally that's, different. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, with these household goods for sure. And it's, it can get a little annoying after a while, but um, it's just one of those things, you know, it's not a huge deal. It's just one of those things. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about how, um, like things like the role of, uh, paper towels, stuff, different size, but that I can understand the difference because less storage space. Because right, a, a twenty pack of large American size paper towels takes up a lot of space, right? I couldn't fit that in my apartment. Yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah, totally get it. <laughs> but like these things, like the glue and the scotch tape and stuff, you know, they're of a size where it's not really affecting. It's not really. I don't see a storage issue there, so I just don't get why we're getting. Like, come on, we're we work just as much as anyone else anywhere yeah, else. I why, know. why are we getting the small the smaller scotch tape? I don't know why we're so focused on scotch tape. You know, this is specifically about scotch <laughs> yeah, tape. Yeah. Germany, I mean, the U.S. has way bigger scotch tape than Germany does, and, and it's very personally affecting our lives. So uh, if any of you who are listening here work for a scotch tape company, um, give us an answer. You mean scotch? Isn't scotch the, that's scotch the brand, right? But yeah. if you work for scotch. Work for scotch. Send, ooh. ooh, that'd be a good sponsor. Scotch? Scotch. Because you drink scotch? Oh, my God. And they could just pay us like in like a... Like a twenty kilo satchel of tape, and be like, dude, I'm set for the next thirty years. That'd be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> sure. All right, Come on, you laugh. No, no, I, I like it. It's a good idea. But when you're fifteen, you're like, dude, this gift basket hasn't run out yet. You know, you'll be thanking me. That actually reminds me. My dad used to work. Total sidebar here. My dad used to work. Um, he had his own uh, um, windshield company. Um, mm. And when the company, when he sold the company. He got like all these industrial glass cleaners and he sold the company back in like 1995 and we're still using that same glass cleaner. I think we ran out <laughs> in like 2014, 2012 or something like that. Nice. Because he's had cases and cases and cases yeah, yeah. and it was the best um, window glass, like yeah, window cleaner I've ever used in my life. Nice. And nothing's ever compared since. It's a shame. See, and you never, you guys, your family literally had never had to go anywhere to buy Window cleaner. Then like I window cleaner for twenty years. <laughs> awesome. Again, it sounds stupid, but it's kind of cool. It was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of cost things, right? Ooh, yeah, yeah. The uh, price of technology here in Europe generally is just way more than the states. Yeah, I wouldn't say way. It's not double, but it's like you know. Yeah, it's not double, it's, but it's that's a twenty percent. Twenty percent. Yeah. For example, when I wanted to get my new iPhone, I wanted to get a mini. In the states, are six hundred dollars, and you would think, oh, then it's. 600 euro in Germany, which still costs more because mm. you know, the euro is worth more, but it's like 800 euro. So you're talking about a $250, difference between those two. And that's, yeah. a, that's a huge chunk of change. Uh, yeah, ab absolutely. And like, as you mentioned with the currency thing, sometimes you have it so something's 100 US dollars and then that thing's also 100 euro. Same price, but because of the current, you know, difference of currency, right. it's definitely it, more expensive. It, it, it's you, you, you still like okay. If I if I remember when I'm back home for Christmas, I'll buy it there, right, know, to save that like fifteen bucks or whatever, right, for sure. But yeah, but like there are also these instances where it's just listed as about twenty percent more in terms of just the the number price. Like forget the currency, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, exactly. I wanted to get a robot vacuum. I don't really want to get one. I'm I'm looking into it sometimes, see if it's worth it or not. Um, Roomba, the Roomba. And, um, yeah, the one I was looking at that I, I saw like an American website ranking them and I was like, Oh, it costs like one fifty. 
and looked up to buy it here and it was like 350. Yeah. That's a huge, like that's, that's a 200% increase, more than 200% increase. Huge cost. And, and of course we're all, we're right now we're talking before supply chain issues and stuff that happened the past year or right, two, right? right? Like, so this is just, we're talking about like pre-pandemic, pre, you know. Um, and then the problem is too, if you do go to the States, you do buy that piece of technology and you bring it back here, uh, sometimes the warranty won't work. Well, a lot of times, it, I mean, it's just like if if somebody gives me an, an Amazon gift card in the U.S. when I'm for Christmas, I can't use that in Amazon Germany because they're different systems. Like, you know, uh, they're both Amazon. So, like, even things like that don't. Yeah. And and they consider, like, Amazon Germany a separate entity even though it's Amazon. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, but like a different GmbH, something like that. And it, like with the iPhone, I thought, well, I'll get it in the States because I was going to go to the States. Mm. Um, but I said, yeah, the warranty will only work in the States. And I don't live there, so. Well, you just wait till the next Christmas to fix it when it's broken. Fair. <laughs> you just go without a phone for three months. Yeah, like, that's fine. I mean, what are you, what are you complaining about? <laughs> but yeah, it is definitely more um, work. So, you know, it is one of those things. Can't do anything about it, so. Yeah, but for us, our solution is for some big ticket items, I do kind of just wait until I go back to the States keep some extra space in my bag, buy it there and bring it back and it saves some money, you know? Yeah, and if you want to buy it in the States and you want to ship it over to Germany, don't do that or either. Don't, don't do that. Because yeah. it will get intercepted and you'll have to pick it up in an office and pay like 20% taxes on it, whatever it is. They pay crazy. They charge crazy. I had things where I like, my mom gave me her used um, iPhone one year because um, she was getting a new one and I had like, I like forgot it at her house or something and so she's like, <laughs> And so, so when I, you know, a few weeks after I came back from Christmas, she mailed it to me and yeah, intercepted it by, by the customs and sent a letter, which first of all, the customs place, if it's like 45 minutes each way, no matter where you live, it's so far, <laughs> it's so far. It's like, no matter where you live, it's always 45 minutes away. Yeah. And it's, um, <laughs> but I mean, like, imagine you have a job, like, it, imagine it, that, <laughs> no, I'm just like, and, and you can only go during business hours. So like you, yeah. you take the day off to, to do this like hour and a half round trip to this place. Right. And then you go and then I, I go and they're like, yeah, you owe us like a huge chunk of money for, uh, cause and I was like, no, it's used. Like, no, it's a, look, it's a gift. And I'm like, like, no, it's, it's mine. I didn't like, yeah, like doesn't matter. it was given to me already. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a present. I, I, it's mine. And then they maybe, I can't remember, it's been like 30 or 40 euro uh, yeah. fee just to, to so that they, they, they could give me the package. Like you can't even take it until you pay the thing. Exactly. When, when I first moved here, I didn't bring, you know, my Xbox or anything over cause I didn't know how long I was going to be here. So eventually I was like, all right, I'm going to stay for a while. Uh, so it's my parents ship over my Xbox 360 at the time right. back in 2013. And, um, like very used, like I brought it to college, brought it back scuffed up. Like it's, it's, it's been, it's, yeah, it's yeah. you know, it's been used. And, and yeah, um, they intercepted it and I had to go in. I was like, well, what am I doing? And they're like, oh, this is a gift. Like, no, I, this is my personal old Xbox 360. Mm. It's not even like current generation anymore. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had to pay, I think like 40, 50 or even 60 euro on it. It was crazy. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And when it's yours, it's, I, I can kind of see it if it's like a gift and it was bought over this, but it's like, this is mine. I'm just, it's just, I didn't bring, I just needed to. I, I guess the reason is to try to stop people from buying things abroad and shipping it over. But the, oddly enough, I can go to the States and fill an entire suitcase with brand new items and never be stopped but that's, at, the, at the gate. I guess that's more difficult to do than just like have a buddy who lives in the States, transfer money and just ship you things over that are cheaper. And they probably don't want that for, you know, I know taxes but, but I'm saying stuff. like I can go and I can bring like 3000 euro worth of stuff in my bag. Oh, easy. But they're more worried about like this, like hundred euro thing. That's a, like, and yes. I forgot that it's, it's just, yeah. Yeah. So careful of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't even try it. Yeah, just wait till your family's visiting you or something. Have them bring it over in a bag. Yeah, exactly. 
Ooh, what's uh, next? Next one is the, uh, we've talked about this a lot, so, uh, but we'll talk about it again. Public toilets, of course. Obviously better. I mean, just, they have them and they're free. Like, I mean, in the U.S., finding a free public toilet, it's just throw a rock, you're going to hit one. I mean, and, and they're always free. There's not this, like, uh, bathroom matron that makes you pay 50 cents. There's not the put the coin in the here, the here, what the, like. It, and, and it's also way less awkward going into a restaurant and being like, hey, we need the toilet real quick. Like, okay, go ahead. Honestly, I don't even ask. Like, usually it's a busy American restaurant. Like, you walk in and you walk to the bathroom. Like, nobody looks at you. Like, they're everyone's yeah. busy. I mean, right? I do that in Germany here too. Yeah. Sometimes you just walk in like you own the place and no one's gonna stop you. I mean, what are they yeah. gonna do? Hey, what are you doing? Going pee? It's like, yeah. Uh, and sometimes I make you pay fifty cents, but more often than not, if you just walk in and beeline to the bathroom, it's fine. Yeah, I can't remember any time I've pe- I've paid for bathrooms because like every. Fast food joint you go into has bathrooms and they let everyone use them for free, whether or not right. you're paying there. I mean, just like everywhere you go, like the I, malls have bathrooms that you can just use. And yeah. here in Germany, like if you go to uh, some of the malls, uh, there is a matron outside. You have to pay, you have to pay. 50 cents, e- even though you're shopping there and, you know, patronizing you're spending money there. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, dude, oh, on May 1st, um, oh God, people, the spates and, uh, bars and restaurants, of course, realized people needed bathrooms. So the going price was two euro for a pee per pee. Two. Two euro. Oh, yeah, it was up. That's ridiculous. Yeah. This, is, this isn't a luxury, man. This is something everyone needs to do. We all have to pee. We all have to poop. Yeah, and May 1st was a sad state of affairs. I mean, Berlin probably reeks of urine right now because, I mean, you had tens of thousands of people on the streets and um, the few public toilets that we do. We mentioned we do have a decent amount, but... Every single one had a line of a hundred, even for the men's one, a hundred people, 50, hundred people on the, and so, God. Uh, and then p- restaurants and stuff are charging two euros. So what are, are 99% people doing? They're Bushes. peeing, the, but it got to the point where it was just lakes and rivers. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not joking. It was, it was, it was one of the worst I'd seen it. Like the, um, yeah, the state is going to stink for weeks after That's that. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> That's so gross. It, it, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> All right, now, this next one is something that you said apparently is true. No, true. I've confirmed it. You have confirmed it. Okay. This is is real. So this is that the United States is better at paying you back for destroyed banknotes money. Yes. Um, Bang being better. I mean, they actually do it. So I I learned about this uh, maybe a year or so ago. Is that the internal... um, Ooh, is it the... Nope. It is the... Treasury? Yeah, I think it's yeah, the Treasury. Sorry, Treasury um, Department has a service that now because uh, I mean maybe some people have been there. You have a house fire and that you know uh, shoebox with that like five grand savings you have is up in smoke, or you know you have water damage in your house and uh oh you know like those that few hundred bucks I have in my drawers destroyed or whatever whatever right. millions of situations you know. And I I always thought as probably a lot of people do that you're just, okay you're just out of luck right like your money's gone, but the Treasury has this thing that if you mail them the destroyed notes, they will send you replacement brand new bills. Like they actually, it's just a small little department. Like you sell them the shoebox with all the like ashes and burnt bills. They go with through them with tweezers and actually like scientifically figure out, okay, is this the amount of money he's saying it is? And if roughly yes, then they'll actually send you back all that money fresh. Like it's, and, it's a really cool service that is not advertised and um, yeah. I guarantee you rarely use, but yeah. I wonder how do you, how do you get the job of the dollar bill inspector? I don't know, but like the little documentary I saw on YouTube, um, they were like, they were just, it was actually very interesting cases, you know, where they're like, yeah, so this guy, 
you know, the, the toilet broke and they flooded his thing. And then, so they had all these waterlogged, like moldy notes. And then, yeah, okay, this one's from a fire. It's just like a box of literally ashes with maybe like three, you know, centimeter by centimeter. Marker yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or they're kind of like weighing the ashes. Like how much is, you know, and like it, it was actually really interesting that they care. And that I just like the fact that like you're not shit out of luck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, cause, it's cause, super cool. Because there could be this just like act of God thing. And uh oh, there goes thousands of dollars. And I, but I think most people would have no idea that there was a service like that. The treasury's cool. about to get like a bunch of scam calls now. Like, oh, I got this burnt, <laughs> burnt paper here. Uh, I swear it's one million euro. Do not say dollars. that. We sent you. Please do not. Yeah, we did not send anybody. No. Delete do, this from your brain. Do your own research. <laughs> you did not hear this. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Uh, next one. What's, what's the USA better at next? <laughs> USA is better at Olympics. You know why? Because the USA has won the most gold medals of any other country ever. And in comparison to Germany, has won three times as many gold medals as Germany. But I do wonder what the uh, medals per like like per capita per capita, <laughs> I guess. I don't know how to say that would be. But yeah, the United States is really good at the Olympics. Um, Michael Phelps, baby, he won like half all the medals we ever won. So <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I I totally admit that that one is kind of like. It's kind of like a joke. The U.S. is better because one more gold medal. I mean, like I, we're that, here for fun, Jeff. Yeah, we're here for fun. Come on, guys. You know we're having fun. Yeah, everyone's having fun, right? You guys have fun, right? Yes. If you're not, you have fun. You know what's fun? <laughs> that America has more wheelchair and handicap <laughs> accessibility. That's what you're gonna say. Wheelchairs, wheelchairs. No, uh, the states has much better um, handicap accessibility than than most of Europe does, just because Europe, including is, Germany. Yeah, yeah, because Europe is old, and uh, I don't think they were thinking about. People in wheelchairs back in, you know, 1200, whatever. Yeah, especially if you, if you go to Amsterdam and you try to, like, walk up one of those old timber oh, buildings God, yeah. or, like, with a narrow staircase that are hard for people with uh, usable legs. I, I mean, mean, even even in Berlin, um, a lot of the buildings here, if the older ones are, like, maybe 100 years old, 70, 80, 90 years old. Uh, but a lot of them you won't see any um, elevators in. No, like, I mean, and, and, and even... Um, I think only like 70% of the like uh, subway and train stations have um, yeah. wheelchair accessibility. I, I, I'd have, I'd have, that's a totally stab in the dark. I'd have to look at that up though. It's definitely not all of them, but fun facts. Um, if you look, if you're in Berlin and I'm assuming other places around Germany, but I know at least in Berlin uh, and you look at like the, 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 um, the plan of where the train is going, it'll show you train which route map. Yeah. Right. It'll show you which stations have, an elevator or not. It, it does. That is, that is very true. Yeah. Which so, is very so, helpful. So you can pre-plan so, so you don't get off at the one without an elevator exactly. and you're in a wheelchair and you're like, wow, I just wasted my time. Exactly. So I, I, at least they're, you know, they have that. And I know all new buildings have to have elevators, I think, when they make them. Not sure if that's a rule. I'm pretty sure it's a rule now. And I know a lot of older buildings, they're... Um, you see like these outdoor elevators because they built them Yeah, the building later. next... Yeah, like they're, they're, they're these glass ones where they literally like... They, they drilled a holes into the um into the staircase uh just to allow you know as 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 a opening for right. this outdoor elevator that kind of guy i have seen like our friends they have an elevator in their building but you have to walk up about 10 steps to get to the elevator mm. well yeah. it's just kind of like an f you to anybody in a wheelchair you're like oh no yes exactly so. excitement and then pure crushing of the but, heart but that that's brilliant buildings baby you never know what you're gonna, you never know what you're gonna get i mean of course it's it's not because yeah germany um doesn't care about uh you know um being accessible to uh you know 
people who have wheelchairs, et cetera. No, it's, no, no. It's like, it's just, yeah, the, the infrastructure is just very old. And back then they didn't care about that stuff. Right. <laughs> so exactly. <laughs> so it's not that they don't care about it now. They just, you know, previous generations just didn't give it an F. So the next one, Jeff, uh, that personally affects me a lot. Me too. This annoys me. Is that the reality shows in the States are much better than the German reality shows. Uh, that's true. I mean, uh, <laughs> like I, I tried watching German Survivor. No, not good. Can't replace Jeff Probst. Yeah, I, I think um, also a lot of them try too much to just kind of like outright copy the original rather than doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like rather than seeing like, like what, what worked from the original, they're kind of just like, okay, that's a popular show. I'm sure like do a, try to do a carbon copy. And sometimes when you do, you like know, they, they have big brother here in Germany as well. And all these other ones that were big back in the two thousands and the voice, uh, the voice, et cetera. Max singer. They have that too. And that, that just, that just came out here in Germany recently. So, you know, they're doing all the same things. Just nothing really creative. German, German TV is creative in their game shows. They have a lot of game shows. True. Like like a lot of game shows. <laughs> and most of them featuring um, celebrities, German celebrities. But I asked my girlfriend, like, she should say, these are like F to G list celebrities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, wow, he was a, the background extra in Spectre back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's really kind of cringe. But they do have a lot of, um, I, I think, really fun, uh, especially trivia game shows. Very creative, really weird ones. Yeah, very true, very true. And and kind of related, what also annoys me is that movies and a lot of television shows come out much later in Europe than they do. So say if it has a May 1st release date in the US, then it's out like two, three months later in Europe. It, they, yeah. they always kind of like have this, it's, it's actually been, it's been getting a little bit less over the past few years, but there's still this delayed release schedule um, because of the different markets. And it's always kind of annoying knowing that this movie's out in the U.S. And you have to wait like not, two more weeks. Not where I am. Or, you know, that video game's out in the U.S., but two months later in yes. Europe. There's always kind of this like wait, and it just sucks knowing that something's in the world and you really want to use it or play it and can't. Like last night, for example, we watched the new Jackass movie, but there's literally no way to watch it in Germany right now uh, with a streaming service, but you have a yeah, U.S. I, Amazon account so we can no, watch. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, U.S. Apple uh, Apple account, and, and and it's it's already it's already available in the in the U.S. So right, uh, and and in that vein too, uh, streaming services. The U.S. has more Peacock, Paramount Plus, Hulu, HBO. Um, I don't know if that's a if that's better, just because like, do you need all of those? Like, what? what if what, you want the content? Yeah, no, I have them all. No, no, but <laughs> no, what, I, what, I, what I love though is about being in Europe is because we don't have a lot of these streaming services is that we're able to actually get the content easier. Perfect example is say, for example, um, you're in a Star Trek, there's a, the new um, Picard, yep. uh, you know, and you're like, oh, I wanna check out Picard. Ah, oh, I got yeah, it, Paramount Plus for that. But since Paramount Plus doesn't exist in Europe, they just released Picard on Amazon in Europe. And a lot of, most people have Amazon Prime, right? You know, so, so a lot of shows end up, a lot of shows that aren't on Netflix or Amazon Prime in the US because they're on special streaming services, they end up in these generic stream services in Europe because that is true. Not, not all of them, but, but a good chunk does. Like for yeah. example, the uh, Office is on German Netflix, which is great. Or uh, if you have Disney Plus, you know, there's like the areas. You know, there's like Disney movies, Marvel, whatever. Yeah. Uh, in Europe, there's an extra category called Star. Yes. And that's where you get like a lot of adult content or yeah. TV shows and movies. Die Hard or whatever. That you cannot. Yeah. That doesn't exist in the states at all mm. because they have other ways to get those. Um, now, of course, if you're creative with a VPN, you can get these streaming services. Like I have Hulu 
I use my parents HBO. So you, you can get them. Um, but they don't naturally exist here. It just requires like, a, depending on what you want to watch, there's always a bit of finagling in order to figure out how do I watch that. Right. Um, and of course, we're not talking about anything illegal. We do not condone illegal downloads or anything like that. So don't even try. No, nothing. Um, we don't pirate. But, but, sometimes pirate. It wor- but sometimes it works in reverse. Like a good example is uh, Better Call Saul, a show I really like. It's, um, it's on Netflix in the US and in Germany. However, because in the US it's released by AMC... The Netflix Better Call Saul is only is about like one season behind because they allow the new episode, but the new episodes go straight to Netflix in Germany because no AMC exists in Germany. You know what uh, I mean? So, 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 in, there's, so there's no fighting over rights yeah. because that right does not exist exactly, in this exactly. country. So, so in, in fact, it's better for you if you live in Germany to watch Better Call Saul because it just, just goes straight to Netflix, whereas in the U.S., it's AMC first, and then maybe like six months later, it'll end up on Netflix. You know? I mean, also, I, I use NFL Game Pass here, which um, is a yearly subscription. And I get all of NFL Network, all the NFL shows, and mm. every live game, every live game ever. There's no blackouts like you get in the States sometimes. Nice. I can watch the games the day after, and you can get Game Pass in the States, but you can't watch any live games. It's only the day after. So in Europe, I get all the live games all the day after, and it's fantastic. So, So, so there are situations where... Uh, advantage goes to to Germany. True. I guess you're right. Yeah. yeah, but I would say in general, the sheer amount of streaming services you cannot get here. Um, but because no, the second you do, second you go to that website, they'll be like, "This service is not available in your region." And it's like, oh, how many times have have you guys at, at home seen that message and just like hated life? The worst. Yeah. Do you remember back in the day when uh, with with uh, Gima? Yeah, you on watch, YouTube. Like, yeah, you couldn't watch anything with any, that you had any kind of music at all. It was like eighty percent of YouTube videos in Germany you couldn't watch because it was this old, outdated copyright law. They got rid of it in like twenty fifteen, but yeah, I mean that's that a whole, was wild. Maybe actually, um, remind. Let's talk about that in a shuffle, like more and more detail at some point. Like that's the more cool, more interesting. Yeah. Um, what is next? Ooh, you know, if you're uh, if you're a little if you're a little uh, hungry, a little peckish, a little peckish, and you want some of that good old BBQ, that barbecue, um. We're gonna go Germany or the U.S. I, I mean, I, Germans can grill. I gotta Ooh, say that. Yeah, okay, but, but Americans can barbecue. <laughs> I say Germans can grill, but Americans can grill. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can't you I mean, can't beat American barbecue. Barbecue it's, was born in the like. I think that's indisputable, right? Like barbe- no, it's barbecue. Barbecue as we know it, or, or as you see it in your mind, is mm. that's the U.S. I mean, that's advantage U.S. right there. I mean, the U.S. Like, the barbecue culture there is is amazing. The food is just it's so good. Mm. Yeah. I really want to do like just like a road trip tour of the American South where all I'm, it's just like a barbecue tour where I'm just like every day going to a new barbecue joint and just like, oh, I'm down. Just, you know, just loving life. Um, next one, which is pretty fun, is uh, I guess this is more not necessarily American, more of the English language, uh, which you do speak in the States, but uh, swear words. There's a lot more swear words in English than there is in German. Yes. Um, and, you, I, I know people are gonna Google right now a bunch of German swear words. Yeah, they exist, but people don't really use them. They're not really Germans don't really swear, and a lot of German swear words are just variations of Scheiße. You know right. what I mean? Like it's always like mixing Scheiße with this, Scheiße with that, Scheiße. You know, and like, and they they have like um, Fiken to to like as like a you know their version of fuck, but like almost no no German no, it, I know uses it at all. It's like, a pretty hard word too. Um, definitely. It's kind of like the C word in America versus C word in British. Yeah. English. Yeah. But, but uh, the fic is a very like hard word in German. Yeah. But English there's, there's, 
I'm not going to, but I got off my head a list like 20 that are actively used in the States. You know what I mean? Like yeah. not like sorted, like it was in Germany. It's like, I think there's like three or four that are like the main go-tos. You know what I mean? There are others, but, but, but I, I think yeah. also just generally, like when you talk to a German and you're shooting, shooting a shit, like for example, like we're shooting a shit, like that's a very common colloquialism in America. That they don't really, they don't have in Germany. Yeah. But you only have that. And like, I don't even consider that a swear word when you say it like that kind of, you know what I mean? Cause it's not really, I don't know. Of course it is, I guess. But um, yeah, Germans generally just, they don't, they don't really swear that much. This does not part of the culture. Depends, okay. Depends on the person. There's some Germans that swear a lot, but it's just, yeah? but yeah, but I, I would say that the words they have available to them are a lot Limitless. less than in the U S now I think the U S is that's and, and English, sorry, not even the U S English in general. It's very, colorful and creative when it comes to swearing right and and germany just not so much no i mean germany german has great descript descriptors for other words but not swear um, words really. but not swear words yeah, yeah. Not, not a big not, not a big swearing culture i guess right weird let's, uh, let's, let's do uh let's do one more yeah uh i think this one's kind of cool <laughs> you're very excited yeah yeah um so in the states Obviously, there's a huge, way bigger credit card culture than there is here in Germany. I mean, um, I mean, yeah, there's, I mean, the average German I know don't have a single credit card. No, Whereas it's not really a thing In here. the States, find somebody who doesn't have five credit cards. And yeah. the credit cards here are most like debit cards anyways, and not really like actual credit cards. Yeah. Um, but, but, but either way, I mean, that's for better or for worse. Yeah. I mean, for a lot of people, it's for worse, but at least, you know, you can have them in the States. But the perks you get for credit cards in the States are incredible. Yeah, and that's what... Uh, really annoyed me because growing up, my my parents got may and still do get amazing perks with their credit card. I mean, it's like you get tons of airline miles. You get um, uh, X amount of cash back, like you know, for two percent cash back on all purchases under yeah, yeah, fifty or whatever. You get such crazy perks, and if you pay your credit card bill on time, you're not losing any money, and all you're doing is getting the perks. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, if right? You pay, yeah. If you pay your bill on time, then you know my dad's getting thousands of airline miles. Uh, thousands of Costco points, like all these points, cashback stuff that get you all this kind of free stuff. And in Germany, when I moved here, or, or not really moved here, but a few years after, you know, I was kind of feeling like an adult, like, ah, it's time for that credit card. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm gonna shop around, see which one has the best perks. They have like zero perks. Like the best one I found was like in Germany, it was, it was like the, it was like the lowest percentage of something back to the point where I was like, Okay, even if I spent thousands of dollars each month, at the end of the year, it's like I'm getting like 50 bucks back or something. Like it's, yeah. it's nothing. It's not really a thing here. I mean, I guess because the banks and credit card companies aren't making a shit ton of money for people overdrafting or for, you know, paying 35% APR they can't afford. You know, they can, I don't know. But like, I don't know. What. It's not a thing here. And I think it should be because, you know, especially here in Europe, when people do travel and fly a lot, those flyer miles would be amazing to have. Yeah, I mean, I would love if there was an easy, easy jet credit card or whatever, and then each, you know, at the end, then suddenly a free trip to Mallorca, free like. I, I would get an easy jet credit card immediately. Hey, easy jet, if you're listening here, uh, talk to Scotch Tape, send us over some credit cards. <laughs> talk to Scott. Talk, okay. talk, talk to Mister Scotch. Talk to Mister Scotch. <laughs> let's get this going. Come on, let's get this ball rolling. We're Mr. ready, Mister Easy and Scotch. Let's have let's have a conversation and jet over a credit card to yeah. us. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, but we're also, I mean. W because some of you are probably saying like the credit cards are evil, um, and we're not debating that. No, whether whether or not they're evil, we're just saying like um, if you have a credit card, assuming you're not in huge debt from right. from not paying it, you get some great perks. Yeah, exactly. That's all we're saying. Yeah, in Germany it's all hard to get into debt, so that's a good thing. But I want my perks too. 
Well, it's like, that's why I ended up not getting a credit card because I was like, my advantage is a lot less than just using my debit card. Exactly. But there's the disadvantage of I'm able to spend more than I actually have and maybe get into some trouble if I don't pay it back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's like, eh, I'd rather just stick with my debit card. And yeah, I mean, credit, just generally credit cards terrify, just terrify me. Like I, I like spending money. And then I, I get a little notification on my phone. It's like, you spent that much money on your card. I'm like, cool. Thank you. Yeah. But credit cards can do that too. Like with certain right, credit but cards. The money's actually spent. It's yeah. not, that money's gone. No, no, pay but, it later. No, no. But if, if you knew like end of the year, I mean, I'm getting like, thousand dollars worth of miles i mean like, like then it's like i'll just use my credit card all the time and just, and just like as my dad always says he's like hey if you just pay your bill on time like credit cards are fine like self just do some self-control yeah to, if you just then you just reap the, because what they're doing is like they're praying that you don't pay the right. whole time and, and all the people that don't pay it on time are the ones that are paying for all the perks for everyone else basically you know like right um, so, and, and so, the so people, they, they hate you when you actually pay your bill on time because you're the worst customer for them because you're just taking money from them. Unless you have a card that has like 35 APR, 35% APR, then you're paying. Yeah. I remember when you're like a teenager, you got all these mails and the, yeah. where it's like free, free credit card, Alexander, Alexander. And then, you know, my dad would read it and it's like 40%, 25%. It's like, who, who, this is so stupid. But it's, it's like super... Like praying, it's very, it's very not good. Turn a, predatory. Turn a two hundred dollar TV into an eight hundred dollar, you know. Price. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like, it's super predatory. But, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. But what we do have here that's going down there and pointing to my mouth. So yeah, I can see it. Is 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 the whiskey? Is um, the Euro slash Jura? Is the Euro Jura? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. So this is the Euro Jura single malt Scotch whiskey aged ten years. Um, it's again, it's 40%. It's got a cool bottle. It looks nice. And I've been drinking it the whole, throughout the whole episode and always enjoying, I've been enjoying it. it. Let's, 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 we'll take that one last sip and see, well, not necessarily the last one, but you know, the one that counts. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a solid whisk. I, again, I'm not, not like, wow, that's amazing. Or best whiskey I've ever had, but no. very solid scotch. It's it, again, it's got that smokiness, but not too much. You know me, yep. I, like, yeah, yeah. I like just like a hint of, but no, I, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a good balance yeah. between smoky uh, and a bit of sweetness, and I find it really um, smooth and easy to drink. Very smooth, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like there's some kind of layer missing, whatever that means. For me, it's the burn. I would say like it has a, like the burn. If it's there, it's like it's like there and gone. Like yeah. it's 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 missing. If if it had a if it had a burn and something that's slightly noticeable for a second or two, I feel like I would enjoy it more. Yeah, for me, I think just it just tastes a little bit too like light. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, it's it's. It's maybe too easy to drink for a scotch. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. For a scotch. You know what I mean? It has like the ease of drink of like an Irish, but it's a, it's a smoky scotch. But but at the same time, I really do like it. So I'm going with my gut. I'm going with an eight, actually. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. 7.8. 7.8. Okay. Yep. I like the, I like the points now. You're, you're never a big fan, but now you're, no, you're getting no. on board. Well, no, but there's just some times where it's not a seven, it's not an eight. And I, I, I got to use it. I got to use it. It's, it's more eight than seven. So. Except, yeah. yeah. I, I'm realizing... Uh, the joy of the points the, that you realized earlier on. I mean, yeah. after 104 episodes, you know, it's, it's, you can only say the word seven and eight so many times. It's like seven slash eight, but instead it's 7.8. It's more specific. Yes. Nice. Well, then, um, I hope people, all, all of you, everyone listening right now, man, my brain is not working today. <laughs> now, um, we're, uh, we're both, we're both a little, uh, yeah. I'm tired. I don't I'm know. Tired today. What's yeah. going on? Rough. 
But I hope <laughs> I hope everyone here listening uh, enjoyed that and also found some value in things that America and the United States does do better than Germany, because uh, you know life is a balance. And life is a... And nobody's perfect. Cookie. And no country's perfect. Exactly. No country is perfect. Right. No, no country's number one. No. Uh, that, that's a good sentiment as well. I think we should spread more often. Like, no country's number one. And that's why we should... Every country should strive to be better all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's good to be want to be better. Should all do that. Of course. Um, but yeah. Um... I don't know okay. what to say. We're, we're done. It's <laughs> over. Alex's uh, brain is stopped. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah, thank you all for joining us. If you have any ideas for uh, topics or things you'd like us to talk about in the show, please um, check out our website, agdwpodcast.com. True. I forgot to even advertise at the beginning of the show. Right. Some say it's the best website ever. <laughs> yeah. And there's a contact us page. Um, there is the shelf of fame. It's uh, infamous shelf of fame. You might get on that at some point if you're lucky. There's the extras um, section, which I am now keeping uh, up to date. Nice. There's the whiskey page, which Alex is not keeping up to date, but he'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll he's a few weeks behind, but he'll get he'll get that fixed next week. I'll get it. So thank you everyone for listening again. We love you all. Uh, yes, please, appreciate it. Thank you for coming back. And please stay safe, stay healthy, and stay thirsty. Oh yeah. Is your belt reversible? It is. One side's black, one side's brown. Classy. Mm. Why own two belts when you can own just one? <laughs>